0: to episode 2 of the sweet film talk
1: this is the sweet keeks and just who who we got on the other line who oh you know who we got we got the sweet tc round 2 just what and you know today is today's a good day
0: i'm in my dark basement i'm watching some weird cult documentary on netflix so it's it's a win today's and, a win and and it
1: sounds like better service, so I'm all for that.
0: You know, I'm not on BYU campus, so I think yeah. the Wi-Fi gods are smiling on me today. The, they I've, are, got a man. Good feeling.
1: Good feeling. It's, we got a great pod. Really excited, <clears throat> dude. How how are you? How are you, sweet TC? I'm great, man. Um, I'm doing well. So just got done with some golf. Didn't play well, but it was great to be out. And um, just want to say thank you to all the people that have served our country on this beautiful Memorial day, and especially those who have fallen in action. So doesn't go without saying.
0: No, that's, and I mean, what, um, yeah, nothing, nothing else more I can add to that. That was great. I, I, I really liked the little, little sentimental take there. That was nice. My, then my name, my full name is Darren Kamiko Ho'okano Adcock. Kamiko Ho'okano is the name of my great grandpa who died, during Pearl Harbor, so little shouts out to him right there.
1: Oh um, man, what
0: a guy! Dude. Great legacy, he, and you know, I think if he was looking down, he seeing he, his great grandson talking about Star Wars on Memorial Day is probably the the greatest gift he could get. Yeah, he's probably listening to this pod right now. I think he is, dude. I think he is. Um, so, so let's let's get let's get down to the 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 nitty gritty of it. We are <laughs> we've got a, we've got a Star Wars theme today. Woo! Just Let, so hyped. Solo will uh, be the
1: the the take yeah, for today. I, Solo. We we're ready to travel to a galaxy <laughs> far, far away.
0: Oh, dude! I, I'm just you know I, I'm excited to talk about this one because whole lot more information I got after seeing it that have kind of affected my opinion on it. Um. We'll get into that. We'll kind of talk about our takes about it. Take, a, um, talk about what might be coming in the future for Han and our friend Chewie and others. And mm-hmm. then we we're gonna give our we're gonna give our our ranking of all ten live action Star Wars movies that have come out. Man, we have ten. Two 10 hands, double <laughs> digits. Just uh, ten toes, even if you want to take it that far. Yeah, I I will. <laughs> <laughs> um i i want to know what what did you think about solo
1: um well i thought it was a fun movie i'll i will say that much when i when i go to the movies or when i sit down and watch a movie there are a few things that i want to you know want to see or that i want to see happen and one of those main things is i want to be entertained you know whether of course it's, whether it's laughing whether it's seeing Uh, great action pieces, uh, twists, anything like that. So I want to be entertained or I want to be moved, inspired. And those are basically, you know, the core of why I go to movies. And I thought Solo was entertaining. Um, I went in with not high expectations. As you already know, Kamiko, I wasn't. I mean, hearing about um, the lead of Han Solo getting uh, an acting coach, the director switch up. I mean, it just sounded like. It was quite the mess, so I didn't have high expectations like I have with other films. And you know, I leaving the theater after it ended, I was a little underwhelmed, but having it you know, marinate after these past couple days, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun film. Now, was it great? No, was it the best Star Wars? No, but is it a movie that you can sit down and watch? Yeah, absolutely. So, I thought, I, th- I mean, I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. I think people are. Are freaking out a little bit you know you got your star wars fans hating star wars classic <laughs> it's
0: uh, you know no one hates star wars more than people that love star wars so exactly it's, what what else what more can you expect um you know and just okay so this is a this is the all all pod listeners right now we're we're getting heavy into spoilers we're gonna be we're gonna be given full takes so you are warned spoiler warning now um yeah, but I'm sure everyone's seen it. I mean, it's freaking Star Wars. Everyone, you know, yeah. it's so weird. You oh. said, like I, I let's... wanted to see.
1: Um, well, sorry, what, what were you saying? What Were you saying let's let's give the plot real quick of kind of the you know oh, the Solo yes. movie. I mean, it, it's, it's oh. kind of obvious, but I mean, maybe there's some listeners out there that have that have no idea who Chewie and Solo are. I don't know, like Steve. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we, um,
0: so we've got Solo is essentially the the origin story of our captain han solo who's i mean um he he kind of starts out he's from the planet Corellia. he escapes but he's got motivation in uh his female lady friend kira to go back and find her um so after escaping he enrolls with the empire he kind of has to see the the war and the hardships that the empire causes for others so to be able to get out of the Empire, he joins up with our boy Woody Harrelson, a.k.a. Beckett, to um, get his own ship and make it back. Uh, what he encounters on the way is he um, runs into other bounty hunters, he runs into other groups with different interests, and we eventually get to the main plot where him and Beckett and Chewy and some other people have to get some money to... a. Uh, to a crime boss. And that's where the Kessel run comes in. I mean, if you've watched star Wars, you've heard all the stuff about the Kessel run. How mm-hmm. Han did it in under 20 se- in under 12 seconds, And 12 seconds, blah, 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 blah. The Kessel run is essentially a, um, it's like a, it's like a path. It's like a, it's kind of like a, yeah, it's like a path, I guess, to get from outer space to Kessel where they need to get these crystals to get to this crime lord.
1: Um, and basically it's just kind of that, that that's, that's where the, the story really takes yeah. up. That's, that's basically it in a nutshell. So mm-hmm. I think, yeah, not, not, not just basically the adventures of Han Solo and with Lando. And as, as you just briefly mentioned, so that's basically the plot. So pretty simple plot. I, I liked it, as I mentioned, just kind of a new discovery of kind of the criminal world, um, the gangster world and kind of owing, who owes who, and you know what I mean, that kind of deal.
0: Yeah, the whole like trust nobody kind of thing that came in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I want to know what did you what did you think of Alden Reich as as Han? What what was your take on him?
1: Um, he was a pleasant surprise. I was, I thought he was gonna hinder the movie, mm-hmm. but I I was actually fine with his performance and. I thought he did a pretty good job. I mean, obviously, he, he sounds nothing like Harrison Ford, but I thought they got the look down. You know, he, he seemed like he was about around the same height, his hair, of course. Um, I thought they did a good job, and a, apparently with the, having the acting coach, apparently that worked. So I I, I, I liked him.
0: And, you know, so
1: here, here was my take
0: on Han. When the movie first started, dude, I... I was not, I was not excited for this at all. I was like, I do not need a Han movie. I literally, why has it taken so long for so, for Obi-Wan film to happen? Literally anything else. And as Alden started acting, I was like, gosh, dang, why is this dude's delivery so weird? Like it's so off. And there was a point in the movie where I realized That I think that he was doing it on purpose, or at least from my perspective. There's a part where Han is talking to Kira. We found out that Kira, she's working with the crime boss that they've got to do the Kessel Run for. And spoiler talking with her saying, "Spoiler alert!" Oh, we we already got in spoiler word. People know, yeah, but we'll we'll say it again, yeah. So, um, she says she says to Han, or Han's talking. He's like look, like, I'm a criminal, I'm an outlaw, I'm doing all this stuff, I'm doing what I thought I would be and Kira says, I know who you are and Han kind of looks at her, he looks a little uneasy it's like as if he knows and then she says, you're the good guy and that's when it clicked, I was like the whole, like, original trilogy, you know, New Hope Empire, Return of the Jedi is seeing that Han is trying to be, like, he's trying not to care, he's trying not to, like go in and help these people but deep down he's a good guy there's conflict in him and i thought that they did a good job that alden did a good job of presenting that like conflict in han's mannerisms as he's going through and as you see him develop um so i really like that i really liked him as it as i kind of made that connection and maybe it's just coincidence maybe it's just something that i thought of that might not actually be true but i i love that and to be honest Dude, I, I was not a huge fan of Lando. I thought he was
1: okay. I wasn't I wasn't totally blown away by him. What did you think? Yeah, I I remember we talked about this after the movie. Donald Glover was I thought his performance was a little underwhelming as Lando, but uh I thought there, <laughs> I thought there were some, you know, good scenes in there with Lando and kind of the Lando and Han relationship and how that builds, how yeah. Lando leaves him deserted when those bounty hunters show up and and Han's like, oh, All right, over there. We have twenty guys, they'll be out here surrounded and then the he flies off the Millennium Falcon. I thought that was a really fun <laughs> scene. That was pretty good. I did too. I like that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought, you know, our boy Childish Gambino, he did yeah, he did okay, but who else would you cast as Lando? I thought Donald Glover was a good pick, you know? No, I I think so too. My my biggest thing with him was I felt like he was trying to
0: copy Billy D. Williams too much. Whereas then Alden was trying to like do his own thing you know like he was trying to be han without trying to be han you know without trying to copy him yeah so that was my like i noticed there was weird like accent changes with with lando in it with donald just trying too much to be like billy d when he could just use like his normal kind of swagger um those those acting chops dude you know and he could have been just fine but that was
1: that was kind of my opinion so what was what was your biggest um, <clears throat> gripe with with Solo? Was it was it was it Donald Glover?
0: No, you know what? I and it like just leaving. I was like, I felt a lot of the action. I thought a lot of the like S three the droid. I was not, oh, not in uh, that. Yeah.
1: funny. L three. I was not feeling. I was not feeling that droid either. And <laughs> fortunately, the screen time for L three is limited. Yeah, and you know she was off the screen before we even were getting annoyed with her so that was that was the bright spot is like once you started getting annoyed she got checked out
0: which and that was my thing with a lot of the characters it was like a lot of the characters existed to literally die to give han and Chewie a chance to show what they were worth without actually like them being alive with them and showing that contrast, like, oh, like, these guys are actually good, and proving themselves while these other people are on screen. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, there's a lot of, like,
1: <laughs> hey, next man up.
0: Yeah, like, the forearm dude, who's, like, their main pilot. He just gets, like, shot in the chest, and he dies.
1: Yeah. And, I, like, I,
0: Han's just there, and, like, Han
1: has to take over, you know? Yeah. It's not, I, like... I liked him. John Favaro's character, I thought he was a fun little, you know, for. Forearmed ape or whatever it was
0: you know Yeah, i mean i thought i thought he was i thought he had some good moments but like there was no need for him to be in the movie yeah that was a lot of it i was like there's not a need for a lot of these characters to be here like when it could have honestly just been han and chewie meeting up on that planet finding a way to escape together and then finding their own job to do you know
1: mm-hmm. um so. I will say this had me this had me laughing at the beginning of the movie when um, he has to confront Lady Proxima on the planet Karillia. Yeah. And I just mm-hmm. could not stop thinking about Halo 2 and that level Prophet of Regret. You know <laughs> I was like, no way, no way is Han Solo about to jump up and start meleeing this lady worm just like Halo 2. So that was that got, me, that, that got me in the mood to just go play that Profit of Regret level, man. That oh, please was, tell me you did. I haven't, but I I'm, I might get to that as soon as possible. But I thought that was hilarious. So I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the little Halo 2 reference. Shout out to Bungie. <laughs> Dude, you know,
0: you, uh, we, we might just have to go onto YouTube and just watch the – maybe just watch a walkthrough of it. Oh, yeah. Because know how you would get Halo 2. Like, you just need an Xbox and – they don't have it on Xbox 360 or Xbox One, do they? Could you, like, download it?
1: Shows how much Oh, you know abso- about absolutely. about games and stuff. So Solo definitely had a little uh, yeah. underwhelming weekend. Um, yeah. As you know, we, we showed up to the theater, man, and it was wide open. There was what thirty people in that theater.
0: Oh, dude, I, it kind of made me realize. I was like, dang, I spent all this money on these tickets when I could have just used my movie pass. Like it was really, re- was... yeah,
1: really. We should just
0: use our movie pass. <laughs> so, shout <laughs> out movie pass. If you don't have, they're the sponsor of today. Um, go, go get it. If you don't have movie pass, what are you like? What are you waiting for?
1: Just go get yeah. it. Yeah, ten bucks. Um, a- hopefully, they'll, they're still in business at the end of the year. But that's true. Um, it looks I'm looking at the um the numbers here, and it looks like Solo's got 84 million over the weekend. Wow, is that is that is that what I'm seeing? This is what I'm seeing right now. So, dude, that's pretty pretty underwhelming, um, especially for a Star Wars story. Yeah, it's and but you know, I I have read a lot
0: of very positive reviews from people, so I think people are liking it. It's but now that the word of mouth is getting out that like oh it's not horrible like it's a fun movie go out and see it I, I think it'll keep it'll keep a steady stream of profit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, yeah. we need to get to the ending,
0: dude. Um, oh, I, I seriously I was just thinking about that. I want to ask you. Okay, let's do it. Um,
1: I was so I, I was kind of expecting it in a weird way. I don't know how to describe it, but I was thinking to myself. Um, Huge spoiler coming up. Here we go. Yeah, spo- big spoiler here. This is the this is the biggest spoiler of the movie, hands down. Um, I was like, gosh. I was like, who's underneath that hood? I was like, it can't be Darth Vader, no. Um, uh, it can't be Palpatine. I was like, gosh, and it can't be Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> I was fingers crossed. I, I don't know why, but so. just the thought like came to me. I was like, that's got to be Darth Maul, and lo and behold, it was. So I I was surprised, but then again, I wasn't. But I liked it. Like I can see where it's going, and yeah, I I thought that was a fun little twist. Yeah, dude. You know,
0: I did. I found this out afterwards, because when I first saw that, like, I uh, to be honest, I knew that Darth Maul was in it. I read a spoiler like two, three weeks ago about it, so I knew it was coming. But I didn't like at first. I was like, this is so dumb. Like, why are they just gonna show him here when they're not gonna do anything about it? It's just like, huh? Like, wink, wink, to all of us. But no, they're planning to make like two more solo movies, and that gets me so hyped because I know like Darth Maul—he's going to be a huge presence. He was hugely underwhelming in Phantom Menace, but in the cartoons,
1: oh, just what a character! Yeah, and and what was was he in Rebels or Clone Wars? He's both? both, both. Yeah, so he he was really the main you know, antagonists there in in the cartoons. Rebels, he's much more prevalent in Rebels. Yeah. So I'm interested if they're going to keep Darth Maul around. Of course they are. Mm -hmm. And they're going to, you know, open the window with an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie here in the next few years. And they're going to get like a sweet face off. And I think that would be really cool if they built up to that.
0: Well, because here's the thing. So, and now that they just announced the Boba Fett movie, they, all three of those characters can intercross, you know. Like yeah, yeah, it, it, absolutely. It's got the the potential for that. The thing is, is it's already shown Darth Maul's like showdown with Obi Wan. It shows it, and I think the season finale of season Rebels. three of Rebels. Yeah, um, very good scene though. But I, I want them to come across each other more. I don't know how they'll do it, but um, I think I think it has a whole lot of potential to make a lot of cool crossovers. Kind of make. You know what Marvel's done with all these movings intertwining them I think it's cool they're going to make Star Wars like that if that seems
1: like their plan I just hope they execute it better. Yeah, and and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with kind of converting you know the the cartoon based storyline onto the big screen, you know, a live live action. I mean, that's what they've done with Marvel basically. Oh yeah. They had the comics and the cartoons and they went to live action. So, hey, I'm all for that and I got to mention this. I was watching a solo review and this guy was just like kind of bagging on it. You know, everyone's got their takes,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, respect, respect that. But he said, he said, you cannot do anything Star Wars storyline outside of Skywalker. And I'm thinking to myself, wait, what? There are, there is plenty of content that you can cover without the Skywalkers.
0: It's And we need
1: to like, that's what it needs. That's what Star Wars needs. It's need
0: to get out of this whole, like, Skywalker thing, the Skywalker saga.
1: We need new stuff. Yeah. And so I, I like the direction where where Disney's going with it. I mean Solo was a fun movie. I like the twist there at the end and, and Kira is definitely a bad biatch. Ooh,
0: so, I agree, dude. Yeah.
1: She's, she's she's loving that Darth Maul apparently. Oh, who doesn't though? Who doesn't love those mechanical legs? Are you kidding?
0: Yeah. So um
1: I thought that was a fun little twist there at the end. And it's going to be interesting with the, with the trilogy coming up, but I'm going to go with the grade of a B- for Solo.
0: Yeah, and you know,
1: um, I, I gave it a C+. I'm going to
0: stick with my C- grade. Okay, um, That's just for the movie, though. I think the ideas and I think the things that were set up are interesting enough that the next movie has a lot of potential. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes though. I, I think it has a lot of cool stuff going for it. So we will, we will see. Um, but now I, I got to know, dude, I want to know what are your rankings? How do you have your star
1: Wars movies set up? Uh, let's yeah. Let's get into our rankings because this is, this is another, we're, we're just going, we're going off today. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Solo B And I think you and I have the same setup here. But uh, I'm going – and PSA here, um, disclaimer, I'm a Star Wars fan, and I like all Star Wars movies, okay? Yeah. I mean, if if I'm watching TNT, yeah. a basketball game ends, and Attack of the Clones is coming on, I'll watch Attack of the Clones after that. Oh, yeah. Or, or, yeah, if I'm flipping through the channels and I see Phantom of the Menace, you know I will peep into that. Um, so, yeah, I like all Star Wars movies. Clearly, some are better than others, but number ten is Attack of the Clones. Oh, same. That, that, that's an easy. Uh, that's an easy pick, though. I think it's, <laughs> it's just it's bad. It's, yeah, it's, it's not, bad. not 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 not. Yeah, it's it's bad. But I mean, yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi, and that is the shining hope, and um, and then coming in at number nine is Phantom of the Menace. True,
0: Phantom Menace. Easy, easy. Number nine pick. The prequels are easy to bag on because, like, yeah. just poor george just now
1: now i will say i was six years old i was living in moab when phantom of the menace came out and i remember my older brothers were so hyped about this movie yeah and we all got tickets we all went to the movie and the marketing leading up to the phantom of the menace was insane i don't remember if you recall all the pepsi cans with the faces of the characters on them i mean we had all those stashed away. It was great. Like I was, I remember middle of the night, once upon a time, I drank like three Pepsi cans because I was, <laughs> I was so hyped about star Wars that I was just, I stayed up all night, just jazzed on that sugar. But, uh Oh, Phantom, Phantom of the menace as a young kid, watching that in theaters was just really an experience. It, I, I,
0: I don't remember much. I remember I went to Taco Bell and I got a, they had like a little, you know, like those, like, bouncing toys that like they seem really big and then you put them on like a little platform and they stay there and like spin around and stuff Uh uh-huh there was a Darth Maul one with like the speeder thing and I thought it was so cool I would just play with the Darth Maul speeder thing I didn't ever use the top but um I mean dude next to like next to
1: maybe even Force Awakens that movie was the most anticipated movie of all time yeah yeah it was and there's some good scenes in Phantom Menace but I mean yeah there's definitely – like Liam Neeson's great and i think uh the final ba- uh, the final battle between uh, Darth Maul, Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh Qui-Gon Jinn is sweet and especially the music that comes in. Dun, 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 oh, dun, Duel dun, of dun, the Fates th- is just Did you that- catch that
0: in below when you see Maul? They have did-, did it start playing that in the background? It did. It did. Oh, yeah. man. i got to i got to sweet. I got we well, are going to go see it again this week. I want to go see it again, dude. Yeah,
1: i got to see that. I might oh, just go on Reddit, maybe. Weird movie. Gosh dang, what a weird movie! So, like, speaking ugh. of solo, that's what comes in number eight for me is uh, solo, yeah. So, number eight, solo, yeah. um, numbers, number seven is Rogue One, same, um, yeah. Rogue One, though. That third act is absolutely, I mean, it's a masterpiece. It is, there's the th- just the thing that I mean, it's a good Star Wars movie, don't get me wrong, and a lot of people absolutely worship Rogue One, and I can understand that. It's just, I have an attachment to characters, and the only attachment I had was to K2SO. (laughs) Oh, yes. I Dude, I remember talking about this after seeing it, too. Yeah, and I mean, I'll never forget watching that movie with you, um, Andrew Crawford, and Mark, and when Darth Vader shows up, and just in the dark, and you see just the red lightsaber, boom. And dude that was in that was such a fun moment you when you and uh crawford stood up clapping when it ended that was a lot of fun
0: i I'm, I'm not gonna lie i went back and i saw that movie and i sat through it three more times just so i could watch the darth vader scene and see you know the first ever love of my life princess leia look up and say hope just yeah chills loved it yeah. um I'm so, gonna. I'm gonna go with my. Let's see. So we've got. Um, I'm trying to see what mine number five, number six is. Return of the Jedi for me. Okay. Yeah. I have. I have the Last Jedi right there. Really. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I need to go see it again. I I have this
1: nagging feeling that I need to watch it again. I mean that that will be the most gosh polar criticized movie I think we've ever seen, and also Force Awakens, but Last Jedi. Um mean we we, we we touched on this last pod but it was we were just prepped we were hyped about it i remember i just really couldn't even sleep the night before because all these theories were coming out like who's this who's that who's going to show up as a force ghost what's going to happen i mean last jedi really just took you off your heels you're like whoa wait what yeah. um luke throws his, luke throws just the lightsaber over his shoulder um we got i don't even what's his name he, di- he gets cut in half i can't even forget his name What's his name? Oh, Snoke. Snoke. Gosh. Yeah. I was about to call him Smeagol here in a minute. Andy <laughs> Serkis. Yeah. Snoke gets cut in half. I mean, there's just a lot of twists and turns that occurred in Last Jedi. But I liked Last Jedi, and just the only the only section I didn't like was the Rose and Finn little excursion there Ooh. at Wendover. I was not feeling that.
0: Just well, let's let's at least say this. I'd rather go to Canto Bight. And lose two hundred dollars than watch Spider Man Homecoming again.
1: So will <laughs> <laughs> take some forever. The greatest
0: quote ever. Oh, and sh- oh. shouts out
1: to MCAT. What a what a goat for that one. Yes. So, got I got Last Jedi at six, and you have Re- Return of the Jedi at six.
0: Yep, Return of the Jedi at six. Uh,
1: okay. I think it's fine. I think it's a good movie, but there's a lot of there
0: was a lot of troubled production behind that one too. So it's just didn't come out as great. As a, yeah.
1: I could talk about Return of the Jedi for hours.
0: Yeah. And stuff,
1: and that's that's what comes in at number five for me after Last Jedi is Return of the Jedi for number five.
0: Okay, yeah,
1: I've got so. number five. I've got Revenge of the Sith.
0: Ooh, okay, I like that. Yeah, love me, um, love me some Revenge of the Sith. Saw
1: it like eight times in the theater as a kid. I think you and I both have number four as Force Awakens, correct? We sure do. Yep. Yeah, um, I love Force Awakens. Um, I know it's a carbon copy of A New Hope, but I really like the new characters in it, and I like the setup that it had. And I just think the replay value of Force Awakens is a lot of fun. I mean, one of my favorite segments is when Rey and Finn are just getting hunted down on Jakku, and they're like, no, we're not taking that. That's garbage. And then they end up in the Millennium Falcon, and they're controlling it. I think that was a really fun scene.
0: I, I that's just that whole thing Force Awakens for me is such a fun watch I I it watch is. the beginning to end and I just cannot help but smile I love the characters I, I think it's so great I get why people don't like it but I just I'm a sucker for nostalgia I think it
1: kind of boils yeah and, that. and another thing that Force Awakens did for me is I've always been a Star Wars fan but it just revamped and just kind of re-sparked my love for Star Wars I mean did it I've Maybe been... awaken it it, it did. Wow. Oh. Look at you. It did. <laughs> and, you know, I've always been I've always been Lord of the Rings. Like, that's my first love. If I were oh, yeah. if I were on an island and a genie said, yeah, you got three movies to pick to watch for the rest of your life. I'd be like, Fellowship, Two Towers, Return of the King. Let's go. But Star Wars is definitely my second love. And Force Awakens really allowed me to rewatch, like, you know, the original trilogy, because I haven't watched those for years I would watch them when my older brothers would watch them. And then I watched them in elementary a few times. But I had gone like a several year stretch of not watching them. And, then, and Force Awakens really got me hyped again and re-watching the older stuff. And so that's why Force Awakens is high for me.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a good reason. Um, now, number three for me was number what, – did, what did you have uh, Last Jedi at? Uh, six. Six. Dude, Last Jedi is number three for me.
1: I'm, I'm glad I, you loved that. I walked out, you know this. I walked out and I was pissed. I was so mad, dude. But, um. Oh, but, but, dude, you were hyped when he did the force projection. I remember you were clapping. You were into it. It was great. You were, it was a lot of fun to have you there. I, dude, but that's the thing. Like,
0: there were so many moments where I was like, this is just amazing. Like, the, yes, it has its little flaws and stuff, but I, I saw it. Oh, jeez, I don't. I saw it in every format that I could. I saw it in IMAX. I tried to see it.
1: I think I saw it twice in IMAX even. It was just an experience. I loved it. Yeah. Um, for me, I have A New Hope, New Hope at number three. At number three? The My gosh, dude. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, love what's New number Hope. two?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about New Hope? What do you like about There's, it? I love New
1: Hope. I think it's just a little slow at the beginning with um, uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 kind of yeah. getting on Tatooine. That's that's really my only gripe, but that's understandable because it has to set up how uh, RTD2 gets on uh, mm-hmm. Tatooine, how Luke discovers, gets the plans, um, gets the message from Leia. So, But that is a classic, an all-time yes. classic. So New Hope at number three. Okay, Now, number two for me, as you know, mm-hmm. is Revenge of the Sith. I love this take from you, dude. I love it. Now, I understand Revenge of the Sith is no – just the quality is nothing like New Hope, all right? Like, I understand New Hope is better. Like, New Hope is an A+. Revenge of the Sith is like a B B plus from me. But just the replay value of Revenge of the Sith, I think it's really cheesy. I mean, there's some bad segments. But I think Hayden Christensen did a lot better acting from Attack of the Clones to Revenge of the Sith. And you know, Obi Wan Kenobi is my favorite character, and I think Ian McGregor does a wonderful job. And he just lights it up in Revenge of the Sith, and just the, I, just, I agree, just the I, the battle at Mustafar. I hate you. I have to hide.
0: <laughs> you were supposed to take right down
1: on. the Sith, not join them. Um, um, oh,
0: you, could...
1: you do it, dude! My gosh, yeah, great. Like, Love that reenactment. You know it. I just practice every night in the mirror. But I just remember being <laughs> in sixth grade. And my brothers were going to go see the next day. And they didn't have an extra ticket for me. And I was just distraught. I was I was so sad. Like, I was bummed all day at school. And then over the intercom, they call my name. I go to the office, and it's my brother. And he checks me out of school to go see Revenge of the Sith. No I was, way. I was hyped, dude. So Revenge of the Sith is just a fun watch replay value. But I know A New Hope is better. But I just have Revenge of the Sith at number two.
0: That's... That's dope, though, dude. Like, the story behind it, that's a lot of how Star Wars is for me. It's it's just, like, the nostalgia and the meaning behind it is so huge. Um, For number number two for me, we've got Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think everyone's one and twos are basically the same. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back for me is just one of the best, if not the best, twist in a film ever. Oh, absolutely. Darth Vader revealing that he's Luke's father and just... It's great. It's amazing. Cinematography wise, it's awesome. Plot is great, and that's it does not let go. Yeah,
1: and, and that's my number one is Empire Strikes Back. I oh, just, I, love that. I just think like rewatching that now as I've gotten older, it's just beautiful transitions. Storyline's good. It's just different too. You know what I mean? It doesn't involve really a Death Star. And no, right, and it's just you. You got betrayal from Lando. Um, Luke's training with Yoda—it's just a sweet setup. Just the planet Hoth—I mean, just right from the get-go, you got that battle. And yeah, I, think, I just think like basically Darth Vader wins. He wins in that in that movie, and it's just—it's kind of like a dark twist. So Empire is just beautifully acted, and that—that's that's probably the greatest sequel of all time. I, you know, I think you're very right. It's,
0: it's just, I mean, new hope was, you I don't think we'll ever see a film like a new hope in our lifetime, maybe ever just like people, just because cinema is so different now, but like the, it was in theaters for like a year, like people live, that's why movies are called blockbusters now, because a new hope literally like people busted the blocks, like filled the blocks just to wait in line to see this movie. That's why it's my mm. number one. I It was the first movie I ever saw as a kid. Remember seeing like Darth Vader burst through the door. And I like sat on my like crawled into my mom's lap and like cried because I was so <laughs> scared of Darth Vader. And it, it's just it's so great for me. Mm. It's a little slow. You're right. But I mean, the heart to it uh, as a standalone film, it's perfect. It works great. You yeah. don't even need a sequel, but the sequel that we were lucky enough to get is oh. just as amazing as the first one.
1: Yeah, I mean, those those first two movies, New Hope and Empire, are unbelievable movies. Those are, those are just rewatches. Now, if a genie were to say, hey, you can't have Lord of the Rings, I'd be like, all right, give me New Hope, Empire, and... You know, I'll throw in School of Rock. Give me some Jack Black, <laughs> dude.
0: Oh, School of Rock is that's also a class. We're, we'll have a we'll have a School of Rock uh, saga um, pod maybe one of these days. Just yeah. maybe a Black Jack Black legacy to make just
1: Oh, just um, some nacho. Yeah. Um, but no, I think I think those are great Star Wars rankings, and that's that's what's so fun about Star Wars is everyone has different opinions about a movie. There's something that connects them. You know, to nostalgia. So, yeah, I think that's those are great rankings, Keeks. I respect yours, and you're one of the biggest Star Wars fans I know, if not the biggest. I, dude, I, you know, I don't know a
0: lot about like the lore, like the books and stuff, but you talk to me about the movies, and I've I've got passion for it, dude. I think it's just we're so lucky, dude. We get we get a new Star Wars every year, and for me, that's just so cool.
1: It is. And it, and they're gonna be fun movies. I mean if if you don't wanna go see them, if you're if your original flavor, you know, or the original trilogy, kinda like Oreos, if you wanna stick with the OG Oreos, or if you wanna branch out and try the funfetti, the peanut butter. Oh, peanut all butter's means, bad. I like those ones. The the Peeps ones are
0: decent too. I just had some Peeps Oreos oh, the other day. Oh
1: that sounds disgusting, but I know, maybe. I thought so too. I hate peeps, but yeah, love peeps yeah. Oreos. Who would have thought? Wow, that's I might have to try that out. But, uh, yeah, Star Wars films every year its going to be a lot of fun. But, man, what a great pod today. This was a lot of fun. I agree. It was, you know, it was great
0: to kind of get your reasonings behind, you know, Solo, what you agreed on it. I, I'm sure after seeing the film again, my grade's going to change. But, you yeah. Um, know, yeah, well, I, I think more than anything, we want to know from all you guys that watch. Feel free to reach out to us, you know, on, on Twitter. I'm, I'm You can look me up under Kiko underscore Boy Wonder.
1: You've got my homie TC here, mm-hmm. TC underscore LeBaron. Um, but yeah, we're we're here to talk about the sweet film talk, and this will this will continue. We got some some more content coming out this summer. I mean, what's a what's our next movie? I um, think,
0: gosh,
1: Action Point! To, action Point
0: with Johnny. We, we might have to do an Action Point, dude. Maybe talk uh, about the Jackass films too. I think they're oh yeah, uh, just and even also the series as a whole.
1: There was there was one movie that hold up give me a second. There's one movie that was coming out this week that I was really interested in. Where is it? Let me find it. Um, but yeah, we got we got some good movies coming up and I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I am too. I definitely am too. Um, let me see. This it was this movie, hold up. It's called American Animals. It's gotten good review. It's uh, it, it basically it says four young men mistake their lives for a movie and attempt one of the most audacious heists in U.S. history. I
0: oh, yeah.
1: I yeah. saw something for that. That I did saw, look really interesting. We might. Have I saw to the, the trailer ones. and it looks like a lot of fun and could be a, a good little heist. I'm always in for a heist movie. Oh, dude! I watched Heat last. Oh yeah, what'd you think?
0: Going back to last week's pod, great suggestion. I loved oh, it. I love
1: that. Um. Yeah. So yeah. That uh, that animals movie might have to be the next one, American Animals, and maybe we have to just do Action Point and American Animals on one pod. I think so.
0: Let's do it. We'll we'll keep you guys updated. We're gonna kind of try and do at least one or two pods a week. We we love talking about movies and giving you guys some, like we said last one, just giving you guys some good suggestions on stuff to check out. Support good movies and keep helping these creators make more good, stuff
1: more quality. Well, today was a pleasure, Keeks. Um. Great pod, and uh, we will um, hear back from you guys soon, and we'll be we'll be back on here. We'll be back on here. All right, love you, sweet. 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 All right, keeks, take it easy. All right, listeners, enjoy you the too, week. Dude. All right, you too. We'll uh, see you later. Bye-bye.